Hi, love, and welcome to Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious females who want more in their careers, relationships, and lifestyle, and who aren't afraid to claim it. My name is Laura Hurd, and I'm your go-to mentor for all things self-mastery, self-healing, advanced manifestation, and creating your ultimate dream life. I'm a mindset expert, master success coach, leadership mentor, and the living proof that anything your heart desires is possible for you. I'm absolutely obsessed with helping powerful women just like you to manifest and co-create anything they desire in their lives. So if you're ready to massively uplevel your well-being, your confidence, your connections, productivity, and success, then keep on listening. This podcast is your weekly dose of self-growth and mindset mastery to help you step into your fullest potential. I'm here to provide you with the insights, the tools, strategies, and guidance you need to become the most aligned, powerful version of yourself. So if you're committed to create success and fulfillment on your own terms, then let's get started. And make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a beat. Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode on Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious women who are ready to calibrate to their next level. Now, today's episode is going to be another juicy solo episode where I'll be sharing with you, babes, some of the things and shifts, realizations, practices, and hacks that have truly helped me to change my life for the better in so many aspects of life. And most of them, I want to say, are quite unrelated, yet kind of also related, like in a way, everything is connected, right? Um, I get asked a lot how I do so much, how I always keep my mindset in check, essentially. And I get a lot of DMs around just like my lifestyle and like things that really support me as a high achiever in really just creating a lot of my business, but also showing up fully for my personal life. And um, I think there's really an art to crushing it in your business or in your career and also still feeling at ease and still feeling content and you know having a rich life outside of work as well and so I want to give you babe some of my key hacks that help me to attract and receive and hold it all and I also want to give you babes a, a little life update because I recently had a trip that made me realize so damn much and I think it's just fun to like also give you babes here on the podcast in the loop of just how my life is going, what I'm learning, how I'm growing. So let's get into that. Let's start with a life update. So as you may or may not know, if you followed along my stories, you will know, um, I took a recent trip to Singapore with my partner. And what should I say? What a city, first and foremost. It is so different from Kuala Lumpur. Um, if you follow along like for a really long time, like three or four years ago, you may know I lived there for a couple of months. I lived in Malaysia after living in Bali. And um, Singapore is very different. It is so clean, first and foremost. Um, it is super green. It is just very luxurious. And um, we were super impressed. Like I really had no expectations coming to that city because I went there for a specific purpose. And um, yeah, I was just like so positively surprised. Max really loved it as well. And um, I ended up taking four days of from work. So the reason why we flew to Singapore, for those who don't know, is that I got my eyes lasered. So I got an eye surgery. Um, I have been short-sighted for pretty much my entire life, I want to say, at least. Like, as far as I can remember, since I've been like seven, maybe eight years old, I can still remember when we, when I got into school, um, maybe in the first or second grade, like I started realizing like I can't see things that the teacher would write on the board. And I was like, shit, like, what is that? Like, why can't I see things clearly? And um, so I wore glasses on and off as a child. I didn't really like them. Um, I also didn't really appreciate contact lenses. They would like totally make my eyes burn and like dry out. And I just like didn't enjoy it. So imagine for most of my life like 20 plus years or so I've not been seeing things clearly which that is insane and um, so finally made that decision last year to get my eyes lasered eventually and I last year made it a one day thing until this year I realized that I don't want to make this a 
one special day I'll get them lasered kind of thing like I decided like this is life quality I want to get it done now and so it was just a few weeks ago that we decided to go to Kuala Lumpur sorry to Singapore and to get that done and there I think there is the possibility to do it here in Bali but I just like really wanted to get it done somewhere where I know like standards are really 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 high and in Malaysia that's the case especially Singapore so um yeah we spontaneously decided to book that trip and Max selected a beautiful hotel which I so appreciated that hotel you guys like I'm not a huge fan of like luxury and like I don't like especially like designer items like I don't really care about that stuff at all but like a really nice hotel like yes yes to that like for me that's life quality it was also so nice like after the surgery to just like recover there um because obviously I could spend a full day like after that just like laying down and recovering and we had such a freaking blast and I also really want to say here on this note like taking four days off from work so we went like Thursday to Saturday we got up at like 4 a.m on Thursday um got there around like 10 a.m ish I think something like that and then we flew out at like 9 p.m on Saturday so needed that Sunday to just like reset which was also really really nice um but like yeah just like taking that time off from work just like for myself like I uploaded some stories here and there but like that was really it um that just like showed me too because I was signing like three I think three dream clients during that time two or three clients and I was like this is insane like that used to feel so far away for so long like it was always like okay when I'm switched on when I'm working that's when I'm signing clients not when I'm just out there living my life, enjoying myself, getting my eyes lasered, um, exploring Singapore, eating really freaking delicious food, like all the things, right? And so I'm teaching how I'm doing this and how I really learned to like nail and master this inside of an upcoming free masterclass for you babes. It's called She Succeeds. I actually read it already. I think it was seven or eight months ago and you babes freaking loved it. I want to even say this has been my most popular most loved appreciated masterclass today again it's entirely free last time i did two parts like part one and part two this time i decided to condense the teachings so that you babes just have to join once and get all the good stuff i will even probably add a few things that i really learned in the past couple of months only so it's going to be updated it's going to be super super juicy and value packed it's probably going to take two hours for me to teach everything so make sure to schedule two full hours and I actually also decided to run it twice because I have a huge um, European audience but I also have a huge US audience and then there's obviously also my Australian girlies so I decided to run it at two different dates in September so make sure to check out the show notes um, for the sign up link. Again, this is a free masterclass and um, it's mainly for entrepreneurs. Like if you're not a female entrepreneur, I mean, if you're an ambitious female, still come join. But this is especially for you if you run a service based business and you want to know how to scale your business with more ease, with more fun, with more pleasure, with the masculine structure that allows for you to be in your feminine flow, because that is truly what's changed the game for me in my business. And it's also just what's given me life quality, you guys. Like for me, like the, the shifts and the changes I made in my business in the past couple of months, this is just life quality for me. And so again, you can head to the show notes. You can actually hit pause right now on the podcast, head to the show notes and sign up, sign up for She Succeeds and then come back to the episode. Um, you really don't want to miss this if you're an ambitious female entrepreneur. Like this is really the gem, you guys, um, especially if you're ready to amplify your impact, your income, your leadership. And again, of course, your life quality overall, your romance, your health, your well-being, your inner alignment. Um, because we don't want to like run businesses in a way that burns us out, that exhausts us, that is not sustainable in the long run. I tried and did that for a long time. It was not enjoyable, let me tell you. So there is another way and I can't wait to spill the tea for you, babes. Um, now let's actually dive into my eye surgery during my Singapore trip and what I realized. Because thing is, again, I've been playing with a thought for a long time, but I was also really fucking scared because I knew they would do the operation whilst I had my eyes open. 
makes sense, right? Like they obviously um, have you have your eyes open to like get the surgery done. And for me, that was freaking me the fuck out. Like I was so scared. Because like for me, my eyes, like if someone is like even just getting close with their hands, I'm like, ugh, like I'll start blinking. Like I, I really can't handle it. Even like with eye drops, I hate, I hate taking eye drops. It's just like not for me. Anyways, realize that for me, this is also long-term life quality that I will gain from the surgery that to me is more important than the temporary discomfort of like someone touching my eye and like doing their thing there, like the laser hitting my eye. Like for me, like, yes, that was freaking me out, but also long-term life quality over temporary discomfort any day like come on right and so usually we make our fears way bigger in our heads and I'm not gonna lie you guys you'll get the tea like I cried pre-surgery because I was freaked out like I was like oh my god I don't know if I can do this like it was just really causing a lot of discomfort but I also realized that again this is so worth it this is so worth sitting in that temporary discomfort because the surgery really just took like 20 minutes maybe in total and then I had like another 20 minutes of recovering after and that was it. Obviously, they did a checkup the next day, but it, it wasn't like me laying there for like an hour and then like doing surgery on my eye. It wasn't that. It was just 20 minutes. So for me, I'm like, OK, like I, I can endure that. Like it's not nice, but like why would you not do that when you know like for the rest of your life you can see things clearly in the distance which for me again is is a game changer i've not been able to do that for like 20 plus years right and so i think we really oftentimes make fears way bigger in our heads and we overly dramatize and we go to worst case scenarios which obviously i did too um because obviously like as with every surgery there is um some like really small like risks that may occur but like super low percentage like that is actually going to happen so that is something I realized and then also that a lot of people just go through life not really seeing things clearly and I don't mean vision I'm not talking about vision here but like just like having clarity like not seeing things clearly for themselves not like really realizing a lot of things that would be super valuable for them to realize and sometimes it just takes one, well, in my case, surgery, but also like sometimes it just takes one conversation, one book, one learning, one breakthrough, one coaching program to change the trajectory of your life. And a lot of people won't say yes to that because again, they don't have time. It's uncomfortable. Why is it worth picking up the book? Why is it worth joining that program? Right? Like for a lot of people, there's like so many excuses. And sometimes it's just like one small thing that is needed to change the rest of our lives. And so like saying yes to things that scare us or that feel like a stretch, that feel like we're leaving our comfort zone, like those are typically the things that will make all the difference for us in the long run. So like where can you say yes more often? to yourself and to the discomfort you may experience to a certain degree also hint hint it's not going to be as bad as you think like you will again make your fear like it will be bigger in your head than it actually is um but yeah I think just like a lot of people go through life just like not seeing things as clearly as they could and then once they actually open themselves up to opportunity whatever it is that could change their lives they're like oh shit why didn't I do that sooner and so like that was totally the case for me um post-surgery I was like no brainer like I'll I'll do it again <laughs> like I'm not keen to do it again but I would do it again just because like now I I'm sitting on our couch and I look out into the garden and the rice field and I actually see the small details before it was all one big blur and it's also funny because that's kind of like a really nice um metaphor I guess for coaching too like a lot of people go through life and they see things blurry they don't see them clearly and then they have one mentorship session and they're like fuck how could I not see my own blind spots for looks for so long well it's because it's a blind spot for a reason right like we all have them and so this is why coaching and mentorship and reading books and doing those things for yourself is really invaluable. Um, but here's also what I realized I also wanted to share that because again, this city like Singapore is so wealthy. Like there, I, I think um, we heard someone say like every sixth or seventh person there is a millionaire, which is low key mind blowing <laughs> if you ask me. So 
there were a lot of people wearing designer bags and like driving crazy cars, crazy cars. Okay. Um, like everywhere, like you look around there everywhere. And so like luxury there is like everywhere, wherever you look, you'll see luxury, you'll see a designer bag or a crazy expensive car. Okay. And we realized during that trip, even though we stayed at a really nice hotel and we went for like really good food at really good restaurants and also like treated ourselves into some shopping. Like we realized this is such a nice to have. It's absolutely not essential for us. And I think it's nice to realize that for yourself because oftentimes we keep chasing something. Usually that is more impact, more um money for a lot of people right like and it's obviously nice to have wealth like let's really face it it's really nice to feel financially stable secure and even an overflow but also it's just so not essential like it's not all there is to it like when your health is suffering like you won't you won't really care that much about money will you and so like sometimes it's just nice to like put things into perspective and to be surrounded by things that maybe as a child like when I was younger I thought like that is the goal to like have a nice car to have a designer bag and I'm just like I can't really be bothered to think about it too much like it's it's just not what I value anymore if that makes sense like it's nice to have I'm happy about the comfort I have in my life but it's not it's just not everything there is to life, you know, and it's nice to treat yourself, but it's also just like really nice to be happy with the basics, which for me is my health, which is my family, our dogs and living in a nice place that yes, we own, but also if we would rent a place, like I would be totally fine with that as well. Like I don't need certain things and realizing that was great. Um, so that's like a little Singapore recap. Um, I'll probably talk more about it in the newsletter and on my stories, but this is just for you guys, like a little exclusive behind the scenes sneak peek into our recent trip. Um, now let's actually dive into the practices and rituals that allowed me to change my life. And also have been stepping up my health game recently. Um, I haven't shared too much about this on my Instagram, but there was a time a couple of weeks or months ago where I just like woke up in the morning feeling like, my body is tired and I was pressing a lot this year. There were a lot of health challenges, like infections, um, but also just like in our lives, like there were constantly things happening, like our dogs being really sick. Like there were so many things that were like actually really bothering me, you know, like what I just said before about like health mattering so much. Well, this is why, because I struggled with health this year. My dog struggled with health this year and my partner struggled with health this year and my mom as well. So you see, like for me, that just puts things into perspective. And also this is why I was really inspired to like take charge of that again and really feel empowered. So let's start with some practices and rituals first. First one undoubtedly is gratitude slash wealth slash manifestation journaling so like some form of journaling that really sets the tone for the day and usually that takes me not even like five minutes like it's literally less and I have a couple of journals that are just like resources I created myself over the years that really prompt me to like think about things that are so powerful and so I have obviously all these journals like for my clients but really just know that even just like doing a stream of consciousness journaling or writing down a couple of things in the morning that you're grateful for some of them that you have in your life already some of them you don't so you're manifesting them um that is so important because especially when we're struggling especially when there's a lot of shit quote-unquote going wrong meaning not according to plan it is so powerful to put things into perspective and shift your focus I also realize as a business owner, this is really useful that I don't want to be doing emails before 11 a.m. So usually I'll do them just before my like longer lunch break, which usually I have from 12 to 2 p.m. where we'll eat, we'll go to the beach with the dogs, shower, chill, just like do something nice. So I'll do emails just before that, maybe from 11 to 12, rather than jumping into them right in the morning, because I really realized like even just looking at my phone in the morning, it just doesn't put me into the mood, right? Like it's just not, it 
it just drains me almost not because my phone drains me not because Instagram or my emails or my messages drain me but just because I'm in this responsive energy where I'm not filling up my own cup first and like it's almost like I, I can't do that anymore like I used to do that for a really long time it's been one of my bad habits I would say and now I'm just like I can't do that so like the only thing I'll do in the morning now is obviously um switch off my alarm and then I'll go to the bathroom, do my thing. I'll also measure my body's temperature and then I'll put that into my app um, to track my cycle. And then I'll go on Spotify to play some music and like, that is it. And that's, that will do for the first hour in the morning, like phone wise. And that is so damn nice. I can't even tell you guys how nice that is. So um, yeah, emails 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. just before I'm a day beach and lunch break just to break up the day as well. Like this break is so nice. I used to like just not have that. Like I used to have a quick brekkie break, a quick lunch break and like literally work until four or five 5 30 a.m p.m sometimes and now i'm just like no i need this midday break to like re-energize to be by the beach to soak up sunshine um it also just works with max's work schedule because his work starts at 3 p.m bali time so it's 9 a.m in germany um so it just works for his schedule as well and i really appreciate that time we have together so i'll i'll always make time for that a little bit early in the day even though i'm not finished with work yet and then um yeah so like that's really nice and then also i'll do emails from 4 to 5 p.m just before switching off like from laptop work for the day um and that's been really changing the game too it's just like doing that like just twice a day like I, I know people checking their emails like 100 times a day and I used to be one of those people and it's just like not been serving me it's not been productive as well and it's just been like really really stressful it's like you're always looking for that dopamine hit right like even when you're looking at your whatsapp or boxer messages or like your instagram dms it's just like it's exhausting I find so just doing that twice a day intentionally is really really nice and then after that doing my solo afternoon walk where I check in with my clients my girlfriends my mom listen to music um that's been really really nice recently I've been really appreciating that also at night usually post dinner we do like another hour maybe of work and then we sit together I make tea um max puts on some music sometimes we make a fire at our fire pit area we've been doing that recently it's so nice um and just like reflecting on our highlights of the day and what we've been grateful for what we've been learning what we've been realizing um and that's been like really also just creating that intentional space to reflect to connect um to recap so we can also readjust if needed and that goes for like work things but also just like life things um and that's been super nice to plus also just like fully 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 taking Sundays off before like a couple of months ago I would still do a little bit here and there um I also for a time like always had calls on Saturdays which I'm currently in the process of switching around as well which I'm really excited about because obviously Max has Saturdays and Sundays off for me it like I could take Wednesdays off which I also did during the past couple of months like just whenever I wanted really but like now I'm really trying to be more intentional because I know like this is the time that I get to spend with him as well so especially Sundays just like fully taking us off to play to explore treat ourselves go for like food at really nice restaurants spend quality time go to the beach unplug when we did that like like I can literally remember the first time we did that new routine on Sundays I felt so energized at the end of the day and also the next day so this has been something I've been really noticing too is like when you are so unplugged like it just gives you a whole different level of energy available I find um and also I've been enjoying my Sunday resets um lately that I've been also sharing my stories it's been really fun to do that but like it just overall looks like sleeping in getting a home massage going to the beach going for brunch um, heading to another beach that's like a little bit further away that's super super nice and always empty and there's very little to no trash which we also really appreciate um, stocking up a pantry tidying up the house creating a schedule for the upcoming week um, just resting laying in the sun like it's been so damn nice and obviously sometimes going for a trip to Luwatu or something like that um but that's been really nice and changing the game it sounds like small things but like doing that consistently made a huge difference on 
happiness, contentment, energy levels, health. And there's also a few hacks I've been committing to in the past few weeks um, that again also really changed the game for me which one of them is way early at bedtimes like there was a time when Max and I would watch Netflix till past midnight <laughs> and now we're doing that sometimes like usually just before midnight but like only on Fridays Saturdays and Sunday nights um, and that gives me way better quality sleep and I know there's a lot of people who are like going to bed at 10 getting up at 6 like you guys are already crushing it. But for me, who's someone who's not necessarily someone who gets to bed like a 10, like it's doesn't come effortlessly to me, let's say. Like this has been really nice to just like have some boundaries around when are we like maybe staying up past 11 p.m. Like only on Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Um, as that's been improving my quality of sleep and also how well rested I feel the next day. So I just go to bed earlier. And then, um, yeah, just like getting back into a proper workout routine. We're currently still in the process of doing that because it's so easy to like slack on those things, you guys, like meal prep or going to the gym. Um, I've been integrating more Pilates, which feels really, really good. Obviously, daily beach walks, that's a must. Um, but yeah, I've been really wanting to like gain back some strength. And so this has been really priority for me lately too. And also upgrading my B vitamin intake, like really looking for high quality supplements there. Um, I just think that's really, really good for anyone, like whether you're a vegan or vegetarian or meat eater, like vitamin B is so essential for our physical energy. Also my iron supplements, got to say that too, like iron and vitamin B, vitamin D, which I usually get here in Bali like quite well, but still like just, just like really upgrading my supplement game you guys because before I was just like no I'm fine like I'm eating very balanced like that will do but actually like taking probiotics and taking like some supplements it really really helped me um I also started introducing lion's mane I'm still not fully sure if I feel the effect fully so I will report back um for you guys but yeah I'm, I'm trying to figure out different supplements for my ADHD and so Lion's Mane has been one of them that, that was recommended to me. So let's see where that goes. But also just like having noise canceling headphones now. I am obsessed, you guys. And having certain playlists on Spotify to help you focus. I really appreciate those. Binaural beats, but also just like like piano music even will get me into a flow state, which is nice. Um, and then what else? What else do we have here? Oh, yeah, obviously reducing my caffeine intake like a lot we'll have decaf every day I guess decaf also has some coffee in but like that's like really low compared to just like actually having a cup of coffee like a normal cup of coffee um and also obviously there's different seasons in life right like there's different seasons in business like some are busier but I really made it a goal for myself or like not a goal but like an like a very clear strong intention no matter how busy things get in my business, like we prep for a launch or we start a new project, which a couple of months ago has been my podcast, obviously, like getting that up and going has been quite a lot of work. Um, but like also like any launch prep, like I will never, never work more than eight to nine hours a day. Um, and there used to be a time and you babes know if you've been listening for a while, you know, there has been a time where I would literally like during busy seasons, I would push myself to work like 12, 13, even 14 hours a day. And now I'm just like, no, like this is just so not worth it for me. This is just, it's just not worth it. Like if I get ahead faster, cool. Like it's just not worth it for me. And really deciding that for myself, like eight to nine hours is the absolute maximum I'm available because otherwise I could work a fucking nine to five job, right? Like it's just, even if I have the time freedom and like flexibility, my schedule, I'm not available to do more than that. Um, no work on Sundays, very strictly. And like overall aiming for five to six hours of work maximum each day. Um, working with focus, with flow, with intention, like really knowing what's a priority, what's a needle mover. Because if I do, then there's no need to work more than six hours a day, you guys. Like really, I wish I would have like realized that sooner and I didn't. But now that I've done it, it's just like, yeah, there is a way to work way less than what people preach and still, you know, grow and scale your business sustainably, which is really cool. 
and which is also obviously also something I'll teach inside of She Succeeds, the masterclass, um, but also, of course, inside of my mastermind, The Family Leader, where we recently sold one of the first early bird spots. I'm so excited. Um, this mastermind is really my gem. It's what I've been talking about for the past 12 to 18 months, like leadership, being a new feminine, and just like really getting the results you want with more ease rather than the overwhelm, the pressure, the hustling, the forcing. Um, and lastly, what I want to say is having one proper date night each week and one to two, like for me, that's minimum because I'm in a season in my life where I really, really realize how much I cherish and value and appreciate quality time. Like for me, it's like, it's everything. It's giving me life force energy. Like for me, quality time and having time with my friends and with my partner, with my dogs and like having proper date nights as well. Like that is just so essential for me. And again, it sounds like a small thing, but I think there's a lot of couples who don't do that, who don't have that one um, date night each week where they like fully are present, where they're not on their phones and when they're just like enjoying each other's company fully and take a whole afternoon and evening off. Like, to spend time with each other. And I think this is so crucial for a healthy relationship. So obviously besides good communication and working on your trauma and working on your triggers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which I talked about with Max in our last episode, episode 28. If you haven't listened to that and you're interested in all things, relationships, communication, healing, you must listen. I know it's 90 minutes long, so it's like quite a big chunk to listen to, but you can even like split it over like two days and listen 45 minutes each day. It's so worth it. I promise. Um, now here are some things that I realized and how I shifted things around accordingly. I read this quote a couple of months ago and it really stuck with me and it really got me thinking. It said, like, it's very simple. It said, don't work more than you live. And here's why it got me thinking. I was like, wait, if people sleep eight hours a night and then work for eight hours a day, which again, is just like, like typical, like, I mean, some people obviously work nine, some work 10, um, but let's say eight. And then they spend the other eight hours maybe preparing for or recovering from or commuting, commuting to and back from work. Um, then there isn't really much time left to live. If you also have to clean the house, and shop groceries and cook food, like there is not much time left. Like when we really look at this, we have 24 hours in a day. Eight, we sleep if we get enough sleep. There's obviously people only sleeping six to seven hours and still feel fine. But like for me, I think for women, especially in our hormones and our physical health, like eight hours are the minimum if we're on our period probably even nine hours um and then eight to nine hours of work a day for most people who work nine to five so like even entrepreneurs who are still in the hustling phase you know and then like the other eight hours you're just like operating like doing life but you're not really living it right like you're not just like doing fun things and so this is why i devoted myself to really not working more than five to six hours um typically five days a week, sometimes six, obviously, um, because I, I'm just like, fuck, like so many people are just like so caught up in this matrix almost um, and this rat race. And like, that is not really living. Like I even talked to Max, I think it was yesterday where he reflected on his old job. And like, he said, like, I was like constantly working because he was working in a marketing agency and they work like 12 plus hours a day every day. Like he, he would sometimes sit there until 2 a.m. at night. Can you imagine? <laughs> um, and so for me, I'm just like, I'm at a point in my life where I just want to fucking enjoy. I want to spend time with the people I love. I want to take care of my body, my mind, my soul. I want to enjoy myself. And I still want to crush it professionally, like no questions asked. And I do because I'm prioritizing myself. And so I really, really think that this is something for everyone to like reflect on themselves, like what's a priority for them and how do they want to do things differently. But if you are someone who's currently just like working their shit away and just existing for their jobs, like really think about like how you can make a change, because this is not something we should just like settle for. For me, this is settling. If you're doing this. Like, this is tough love, I'm aware, but, like, you're settling. Like, don't do that. Like, you just have this one life. Don't settle 
for working a shitty job or for working too many hours, even if you have your own business and you love it, like don't work more than nine hours a day. Like, why would you do that for you to yourself? Like, I know so many women are like, oh, but I love my job. Like, I get it. I love my job as well. Like, I love my clients. I love my team. I love what I get to do each day. I love creating content. I love writing. I love coaching. I'm freaking good at it. But that doesn't mean that I should spend more than even just like more than a third of my day because again you're also sleeping and you're also doing other things and you're having other obligations I'm not available for it I want more play I want more cuddles with my dogs I want more beach days with my men like I I don't know this is just how I'm feeling at the moment let me know how this is resonating and send me a dm if you want to but like I feel really strongly about this at the moment. Okay, let's actually now dive into intuitive living because I also wanted to spill the tea here for you, babe. So I started, I want to say maybe two years ago, maybe two and a half, I can't fully recall. I started like being more in a flow state with my life, like being more in alignment overall, doing more things that would feel good and feel right rather than what would make sense. Like there was a time in my life, like just for context you babes where everything was super strict like I had my daily schedule I would stick to it to the T I would never make spontaneous decisions or go somewhere or I don't know like just break up my day differently and um like everything was strict like starting from my morning routine all the way until my nighttime routine essentially my sleep routine and again don't get me wrong it's great to have a morning routine it's great to have an evening routine and a sleep routine I have that too but it just looks a little differently it looks a little bit more flexible now and I also realized like I want to spend my mornings differently each morning like based on my needs based on where I'm at like sometimes I'll do the same practices sometimes I'll just do completely different things like whatever serving me on that day really like whatever my mind needs my body needs my soul needs like some days I'll do pilates some days I'll just stretch some days I I don't know I won't really move at all other than playing with my dogs which that gets your heart rate up too um but yeah like just like being really in flow and intuitive rather than having things be a certain way and just like becoming less strict in that way has really given me so much life quality and I think this is the case for a lot of high achievers it's like being really strict and having all these rules and it's like living in a little mental prison like it's of course it's serving a purpose you're more productive etc etc I get it but you're also like just living life less fully in my opinion in my experience um the same when um like kind of goes for when it comes to nourishing myself like obviously still vegan after how many years nine years or something um mostly sticking to sugar and gluten-free maybe 90 percent of the time again sugar doesn't do me well gluten doesn't do me well every once in a while i'll still have a bite from max food or whatever um or have an ice cream that contains sugar and have a piece or like a slice of bread that has gluten in it like it really is about eating what makes me feel really good 90% of the time and then 10% is just whatever. Um, and just like being less, I don't know, strict about that. You're like, of course, some things don't make you feel good then you really don't want to eat them. But like also just whatever, right? Like just do whatever feels good in the moment. So for me, sometimes I'm just like, whatever. I know it doesn't make me feel that great, but right now I'm just craving it. So I'll have it. And I think this is really what intuitive eating, intuitive um, movement, intuitive living is about. It's just like doing what feels right in the moment if it doesn't have um, devastating consequences in the future. Like just just go for it and just see what happens. If you feel like awful after something, you'll not do it again. So it's fine. Same goes for, again, working out. I think high-intensity workouts I did for a really long time compared uh, – sorry um, – combined with drinking coffee beforehand to like really push myself and to have the energy it just didn't do well for my hormones my adrenals like my body after that time just craved lots of rest and so I started doing more pilates more gentle movement and just like doing way way less high intensity workouts it has been really helping me recover like my hormones my adrenals and just like feeling more energized actually um another thing like that I really started paying attention to is when I am craving solo time when I really just want to be by myself rather than pressuring myself to socialize because I haven't seen a friend in a while or 
I don't know, whatever it is, like whenever someone is having an expectation, like I'm just like, do I feel like connecting and socializing today? Because I'm more of an introvert. I think this surprises most people. Um, but I actually really, really appreciate my me time, alone time. Um, I can even have that me time around Max because like being with him or like having him around like doesn't take any social energy from me. Um, but like other than that, I really like whatever I'm craving alone time, I'll give that to myself rather than be like, no, but I have to go there and I have to see these people. Like, even if I love them, doesn't matter. Um, just like really honoring whatever you need is so damn important. And lastly, something that I've been really just practicing lately, which I found really fascinating is that um, waking up without an alarm clock feels really fucking good. Like, I, I guess most people have one. Most people wake up with one. And I get it because obviously, like, sometimes we have to be somewhere, especially when I have appointments in the morning, which I rarely ever have. But if I do, of course, I will use it because I don't want to be late for a podcast interview um, or whatever. But usually I try to, like, not wake up through an alarm and it's been really helping me also just like again give my body the rest it needs and especially if I've gone to sleep at a decent time like why would I need one in the first place especially if you're self-employed give yourself the freedom to um let your body rest as much as much as it needs um all right so what else do we have for today you babes um I have some uncommon tips that I actually posted on my Instagram a couple of months I think ago um some uncommon tips for an extraordinary life and I'll just share them on here again as well because one I'm pretty sure not everyone has seen this post and two I think this is so important so some of the things that I've been starting to stick to incorporate and live by are not taking any birth control pills in the first place because they really really suck and I'll I'll talk about why in an upcoming podcast with a guest who's specialized in all of this um but just know that if you're taking one just know that your body is not doing what it's meant to be doing and I know so many stories of women whose lives have been changed because they got off the birth control pill and so obviously this is a personal choice and we're not shaming anyone who's like making their own decisions. And I feel really strongly about this because I know how good it is for us to just, you know, let our bodies be what they are instead of like taking any pills. So like, I'm not a huge fan of any type of medication. Obviously, if it's absolutely needed, like go take any pills that you need like for your body to recover faster, especially if there's like an infection and it's really dangerous. But for birth control, there's so much to say. So I'm going to keep this one short again. Wait for the next podcast episode coming out where I'll talk about this in more detail. But just like think about it. Think about it for yourself. Google it. Learn about it. Learn about your body. Um, and see if it really feels like the right thing to do for you. If it does, then amazing. If not, then make changes accordingly. I want to invite you to just like think about that. Um, then again, this also kind of goes hand in hand, living in alignment with your natural cycle. And for me, so this is called cycle syncing. And I think it's really amazing for us women because we're essentially four different people um, throughout the month and obviously have different needs, different types of energy available, like our energy levels will fluctuate, our hormones, our mood will fluctuate, our bodies will just fluctuate. And so living in alignment with my cycle has been really allowing me to rest when my body really craves it and also just like do the things that feel good, like whenever I'm more energized. And so being in alignment with that has been really changing the game for me. Again, this is also going to be covered in the podcast episode coming out in, I think, two or three weeks maybe four I have to see um but it's really really great so keep your eyes peeled um I think it's going to be episode 35 um another thing has been staying in my own lane and not comparing I think this is such an easy one whether you're working on social media or you're actually like someone who's not creating but rather con consuming like it's really really important to be conscious of who you're following how you feel after absorbing someone's content and just like really looking more at your own grass and watering that to make it greener rather than looking at someone else's is greener. Um, and this has been a huge learning process for me too. It's like I'm following a lot of people where I'm like, I'm not really inspired. Like 
this doesn't really give me any value and just like being less on social media to consume in the first place i think it's a great place to get inspired to get educated even but it's also very easy to just like waste your time there i guess and feel more shit after using it so use it with more caution Another thing has been prioritizing more pleasure, more play, more presence, like really just like not being on my phone when I'm spending time with people, um, more fun, like doing more things like going to the water park or um, in Singapore, we went to the botanical garden and there was like this um, avatar kind of theme there and like we really loved that. Like we felt like kids, <laughs> but it was so fun. And like, why not play a little bit more, right? Like life is so serious already. We have so many obligations, so many things to take care of. So why not like be more in flow and have more fun? Um, another one is don't take others' projections too seriously. I see this happen a lot for my friends, my clients, even myself. Like I, the other day, got such a weird DM where someone was projecting their own shit onto me. And I was like, this is interesting. And I'm choosing not to engage in this because my time and my energy is too precious. And I don't need to take on someone else's projection. Like, this is not what I'm here for. This is not what I've signed up for when I started my account. So like, I'll, I'll have people project their shit onto me or other people like it's fine if they need to do that they can do it but like I'm not going to engage in it I'm choosing to not engage in it and so whenever you feel like someone projects their own insecurities doubts fears pain onto you just be aware that this has everything to do with them and nothing to do with you and we see that a lot with friends or even strangers as I said sliding into your dms um or a family even and obviously then it's hard because you can't cut a family or like you don't want to cut a family member out of your life but also just know where you set boundaries how you set them how you protect your own energy without having to necessarily cut someone out of your life and this really comes down to your boundaries and your communication um and then also again learn how to move eat rest and work intuitively and also in alignment with your cycle this is a game changer for women because again four different humans like physically hormonally um throughout our cycle those 28 to 30 days and so it's time for us to really like act accordingly and live accordingly um and then the last one is tap into your playful side your creativity and express yourself daily i found that self-expression whether i'm singing or dancing or writing or like painting i don't know what it is like it's so it, it just really brings you back into the present moment and it really helps you to feel connected to yourself when you express yourself creatively or just like through anything obviously mostly singing or again writing writing out your thoughts also self-expression right um max and i painted a couple of nights ago which was super fun um just like doing something that just like comes out of you and flows through you. I think that's really, really um, fun and nice. And some, something actually we focus a lot on instead of ECA, my coaching certification academy, because as coaches, we obviously want to be tapped into our creative genius. And we also want to be able to express ourselves because that's just like part of being a coach and being a content creator almost, right? Now, there is three more things I want to share with you babes today. So stick with me. Um, one thing is actually something I've heard, like I've heard a lot about like a year or so ago, and then really started educating myself on and diving into, and that is how to embody receivership in life, but also in your business, in your career, but also in romance specifically. And I want to really dive into romance today. I'll, I'll probably cover receivership when it comes to career and money and receivership when it comes to any other manifestation um, another time but for today so in terms of romance something you must know is when I started dating my partner pretty much three years ago I was still very much my masculine I was still controlling as fuck like I still like I couldn't let loose like I couldn't have him plan a surprise date for us for, like for me for instance like I would just be like I know I hate surprises like don't surprise me just tell me what we're doing um or I would actually take the lead and plan it myself <laughs> it was so bad you babes anyways um I kept telling myself I hate a surprise, but what I really just hated was letting go of control because it felt so unsafe because I didn't know how to create safety in my own body. And so 
little did I realize back then that surprises weren't the problem. It was more so my lack of trust in him, but also mostly myself and my ability to handle things coming up spontaneously that I couldn't foresee. Um, my inability to let loose, to surrender, to let him take the lead. And I was really holding on to this position in the relationship of like being in charge and trying to wear the pants or whatever you want to call it. And um, fun fact, at that time, like I wouldn't even wear skirts or dresses. And again, this is just like, it doesn't really matter. Like if you are just someone who doesn't prefer to like wear dresses or skirts, you just, you just like, like to wear shorts or whatever, totally fine. But like for me, the reason was I found them too girly and too feminine. And I was like literally holding on to like wearing the pants <laughs> in the relationship. But also again, just like in my life, like I would just like, I would not really dress very femininely. Like I, I would just like really not. And don't get me wrong, being responsible and wanting to be on top of things is amazing, especially when it, when it comes to your business, you need a healthy masculine structure to hold your in your feminine flow and your you know, self-expression, your creative genius, et cetera, et cetera. As long as it's from a place of empowerment and not from a place of fear, like sheer fear of like letting loose. Um, and so that can look like chasing perfection, being in your head a lot, overthinking, not switching off, people pleasing, a lot of things, procrastinating, which kind of goes hand in hand with perfectionism, right? Like, it really depends on what kind of place you're coming from. Is it empowerment or is it fear? And so when it comes to your love life, you want to give the lead to the person that you want to be romanced by. And I didn't realize that. And so how is your man supposed to take care of you if you constantly make sure everyone, including yourself, is taken care of? Like you're always the one in charge. Like how is he supposed to step up, right? Like you're taking up the space. And so he'll feel useless. He will feel like he can't provide and that is why letting him take the lead is so crucial. And I mentioned this here in this episode because it's really, really, really changed my life. Being more in receivership in my life, in my career, again, like monetizing clients rather than hustling hard to get them, quote unquote. Um, and especially my relationship, I've been really seeing and feeling the difference of the dynamic and how nice that is. Um, and there are a couple of different ways, obviously, to get into receivership energy. I want to share a few of those with you babes today, because I think this is like really a big question for a lot of women who are high achievers and who feel like they have a really hard time, like dropping into their feminine, dropping into their body. Um, and there are some small things you can start with. One is, and this has been a hard one for me, okay, is accepting and receiving compliments, especially from your partner or like men in general, but also like just from girlfriends, etc. Like accepting and receiving compliments fully, being like, thank you. I, I'm receiving this rather than, oh no, don't say that. Like, right? Like if you're someone who can't take compliments and always says, oh no, that is not true. Or then you say something like, quote unquote negative about yourself just to like not fully receive someone's compliment then you're not on receivership energy and then you really want to look at that um another thing is just like letting other people again it doesn't have to be a man but it can be one it can be a partner it can be someone you're dating um letting or like even just like your girlfriends letting them make plans where to go for dinner like what to do for fun like like not making the decisions, essentially, like letting other people make the decisions. And again, I'm not saying also it's your power. You can still agree and say, oh, yeah, that, that sounds nice. Or like, no, that doesn't sound nice. But like, try for once to like not have to be in a decision making seat and see what happens. It may feel a little bit uncomfortable at first, but trust me, it's gonna it's gonna get easier as time goes. But also like you'll start enjoying it eventually you'll start enjoying it. Trust me. Um, when it comes to dating, you can plant some seeds. You can tell him what you like, play with ideas, but let him initiate and let him take action on the things that you mentioned, right? Like I mentioned to Max sometimes, oh, this cafe looks super cute or um, the shop or the speech or whatever it is, right? Like I will mention things, but I will not necessarily initiate going there or doing something. So 
this is really like a huge difference between like playing with ideas and then like initiating and pushing for something, right? Um, then again, letting other people, especially men, but also like just people in general, check on you and care for you and be there for you. Like you may even have a hard time receiving support from friends, right? Um, of course, you're a grown up woman. Of course, you're old enough to take care of yourself. But isn't it so damn nice to have other people look after you and take care of you? I think it's the juiciest thing ever. Coming from someone who used to be hyper independent, traveling the world solo, not letting anyone close emotionally because I was so scared of rejection, of loss, of so many things. Um, and always like armoring up, being like, no, I can do this myself. Like, I don't need anyone, right? <laughs> and kind of wearing that as a badge of honor. Um, again, healing your resistance towards receiving, whether it's love, care, compliments, gifts, um, without having to prove your worthiness or give first or like give first in the first place or give back immediately. Like sometimes we receive and then we're like, oh, like how can I give back to that person now? Because I feel like I owe them something. Like you don't fucking owe anyone shit. Like receive it, be a queen, receive it fully, thank that person and really see that, yes, they they provided for you. They gave something to you and cared for you for a reason because they appreciate you, because they love you. So like receive it, right? So this, this is like literally what embodying your worthiness and your queen energy may look like. And that's just one of the ways, but it's important. And then lastly, I want to touch on why mindset and healing work is so important to manifest your desires. But Because I think that a lot of people are like, oh, well, like mindset work. Yeah, like sure, you need that to manifest. But like, why do you need to heal? Why do you need to heal to build your dream life? Why can't you just like take the steps and then you'll create your dream life? Like, why do you need to heal internally? Thing is, your nervous system and your fundamental belief system, like your subconscious beliefs, are the foundation of your entire life, whether you consciously think about it or are aware of it or not. Like, so your mindset is the foundation of your business because you are the foundation of your business and you're in charge of your results and outcomes. And if you think that something is not possible for you or not available for you, Obviously, that's what you're co-creating, right? It just makes sense. And so what you believe you can achieve becomes possible for you. If you can't believe you can have it or reach it, let's say like a 30K launch, like it's not going to be within reach for you just because you won't take the actions that are like maybe different from what you used to think, like which is a good way to like achieve your desired results. Like you, you won't get into that mode because you're blocking yourself from it because you make it unattainable unachievable for yourself right and so what you want to be conscious of is just that you always create outcomes in your life and attract certain situations and people through your thoughts your beliefs your emotions whether that's consciously or unconsciously mostly it is unconscious and so your professional success then becomes a reflection of your again your beliefs your nervous system your overall energy um, but also your inner alignment. And so this is why I've seen the most incredible results in my business and my clients' businesses when they are internally aligned, meaning they're serving from a place of overflow, they are connected to their mission, and they're taking the right steps at the right time, knowing that they don't have to do it all, just like do the right things at the right time in the right way. And so when you feel like you're someone who hasn't gotten the results you wanted in your love life or in your life overall with like your friendships or your health or again, your business, your income, it may be because you haven't been focusing on the things that matter most. Maybe you've been focusing on measurable outcomes, numbers, money, short term satisfaction and pleasure but you haven't been focusing on your inner world, right? Like you haven't been focusing on the more intangible. And so if you feel like you haven't laid a strong foundation, like a solid foundation by adopting a success mindset and having unshakable confidence, like it's, it's just, it's just not going to work. It's just not going to lead anywhere. So your thoughts and your emotional and your physical energy combined are a really strong foundation to have. Of course, strategy is important. Of course, having systems is important. Tactics are also important, but it's just secondary. And so if you want to start setting yourself up for success mentally, not just by doing the right things, but also by like 
being in the right state of mind and in the right energy, then there's three things you can start on. So number one is to release your limiting beliefs around success, how you can create and achieve success, and also any old conditioning that you feel like is standing in your way, like any perfectionism patterns, um, like the voice of your parents saying this is not good enough or whatever it is, like, like really look at your subconscious mind and step into that identity of a successful person who makes big and bold moves and who is in a state of trust and in a state of confidence. Um, obviously, step number two is identifying where those old beliefs came from in the first place. So like having that self-awareness and strengthen your self-belief so you can say goodbye to imposter and people pleasing and doubt and all of that so you can really release it and then thirdly you want to cultivate self-trust and look at where you are out of alignment and recreate alignment which again that's been work i've been doing heavily last year in summer so that i could get back into a state of overflow and like into the right space mentally emotionally the right energy because that is what makes such a huge difference. And especially as a service provider, like people can always feel your energy. They can always feel how genuine you are, how embodied you are. And so this is really important. Of course, you can keep trying to hold on to the strategies and the tactics and look for the secret pill and like the frameworks. And like that is again part of it, but it's not all there is to it. So um, you can kind of stick to that and see where that goes. Or you can decide that enough is enough and that you're worthy of receiving that guidance that you may need to just like get results faster with more ease, with more fun. And so when you look at where you want to be in five months, and hopefully you have that clarity in the first place, where you want to be in five months, not just in terms of results, but also just in how you want to feel in your body, in your mind, in your life, in your relationships, um, then really just look at... Like, what, what does it take to get there? What do you need to change? What do you need to do differently to get those exponential results that you may be longing for? And um, I really think there is an art to living that life that feels exciting, that feels aligned, that feels deeply nourishing and fun and pleasurable, but not everyone knows what to do and what to embody to create such a reality. And I used to struggle with this for so damn long. If you listen to my previous episodes, especially the first one, you'll know that there was a time where I was just like so stuck on like how to create a life that feels good, not just one that looks good. And this is exactly why I created the Family Leader Mastermind for all my fellow ambitious and established, you know, service providers, coaches mainly, um, who are just so done doing things the old way and who want to really claim that next level in their career, but also in their life, in their quality of life, in their relationship, in their romance. Because, of course, you can be successful in your business and that's fun, but what is it good for if you're not enjoying yourself, if you're not enjoying your personal life, if you feel like you're sacrificing your well-being, your relationships for professional success? Like for me, it's worth nothing. And so if this really speaks to you and you feel like you're done leading a business in a way that causes resentment and exhaustion and overwhelm because it doesn't really feel aligned to you, you feel like you're using like weird tactics that like some weird business coach told you or whatever it is and you feel like you aren't truly in your leadership and your embodiment you aren't truly in alignment internally then um it really is time for a paradigm shift especially if you feel like you're sacrificing a lot to reach that quote-unquote level of success um to get ahead in your career like if you feel like you're lacking you know love life or like romance in your relationship the spark um time with your friends, like spending time doing what you love, like hobbies, right? Like having a life outside of work, um, just to get ahead in your career, then just know that it doesn't have to feel this way. And it's time for a new era in your life and in your career. And for me, shifting my paradigm around success and like how I get to create it and approaching my business differently has truly, truly allowed me to create what I call sustainable success where I feel like I'm filled up, I'm actually overflowing. And this is something I can sustain for like the rest of my life because I no longer feel exhausted. I no longer chase shiny objects. I no longer feel burned out because I don't know what to focus on. And I want the same for you. 
And so if you want to learn how to lead your business in a way that feels good to you rather than how everyone else does it, then obviously the Femme Leader Mastermind is the container for you to immerse yourself in, especially if you feel like you've hit a plateau in your business, you feel like you've been struggling for a long time and you're not reaching that next level and you feel like it's all a lot, a lot, a lot of work, then um, yeah, just get ready for my processes, my frameworks that really allow me to scale with soul and deepen my relationship and amplify my happiness along the process. Um, we actually offer 11-month payment plans, but only for this month. After that, we'll cut them and I make them a little bit shorter and you also get bonuses worth well over three thousand dollars just because um, I think it's fun and um, of course if you prefer one-on-one setting you can also apply for one-on-one I actually have one spot left for a, a longer term container meaning two to five months starting end of this month so if you want to snag a spot for that or a mini package you can do so under the link in the show notes they are especially the mini mini packages are super affordable and perfect for just like getting a taste of what we can do within only four weeks so I'm very excited to see who's gonna join us instead of the mastermind, but also my one-on-one containers. I cannot wait for She Succeeds, my free masterclass. Again, if you haven't signed up yet, you need to do so right now under the link in my show notes. And um, yeah, that's it for today, you babes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please DM me if you had any breakthrough, any aha moment while it's listening. And of course, share this episode on your story if you enjoyed it. Tag me so I can repost you. And be sure to be subscribed to my weekly Align Accelerate newsletters for more content from me. Also, to get notified when the next episode goes live, make sure to be subscribed on either iTunes or Spotify to never miss a beat. Again, everything I mentioned today is linked in the show notes, and I'm looking forward to connecting in the next episode.